Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glenn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw podcast. I'm Dax Holt. Adam Glenn is on the other side of this podcast, my co-host. How are you today, sir? Busy week this week in entertainment news. A lot of drama, a lot of stuff going on. I like this week in entertainment news. It's not. It, is it sad? Probably yes, because it's Hollywood. But it's also a lot of fun. It's just. It's no, very there's fun. been a lot of like good drama this week, like juicy stuff. I can't wait to get into yeah, this. Yeah, and I, you guys know some that, of it. So. Yeah, absolutely. So we let's get into the raw rundown. Obviously, we do the raw rundown on Fridays once a week to get you caught up, get you ready for the weekend and make you feel like you are informed going into the weekend. You know everything that happened in entertainment news. Uh, before we do that, I'm going to read a couple reviews for you as a little shout out for people who stopped by iTunes and uh, left us a little message with five stars. So this one comes from Olivia and Hub in Tennessee. Five stars. Uh, and the title says, No Hesitation, Five Stars. This is the only podcast I look forward to every single week. And after a recent road trip together, where he finally heard his first episode, courtesy of the Stratus Morfogan episode, my husband and I even joined your Facebook group. This is the only celebrity-centered podcast that feels genuinely authentic. Thank you for never being afraid to ask your guests anything. We love you, Dax and Adam. Holy shit very balls, sweet. that is an awesome review. Very nice, very cool. Uh, Olivia and your husband, thank you a lot for, for yeah. that review. That was a dope one. All right, this one comes from Team Kathy, five stars, great podcast. I don't even know how I came across your podcast, but I'm glad I did. I find myself anticipating every show. Great banter between Dax and Adam. I used to make the rounds with LA paparazzi around award season, so many of your stories resonate with me. Keep up the great content, Kathy. Maladano. Thanks, Kathy. I, I listen, I hear the most feedback when we have our paparazzi episodes. And after we had um, Will Robertson on the other day, he had so many good stories. If you guys haven't listened to that episode, go listen to it now. It was fantastic. Um, and the last one, Girlfriend Forcer says, thank you. Love the tea. Five stars. Quick, easy, to the point. Love your review. All right. Let's get to it. Uh, let's get into the rundown. Let's start with number 10, Dax. What Are you is sure it? you want to start with number 10 again? Always. Yeah, because the one okay. is number there's 10. a lot with one. Alex Rodriguez. Again, he is single. He split with his girlfriend, Catherine Padgett. Uh, you know, obviously, A-Rod's love life has been all over the news since him and J-Lo were together. And then that dissolved. And then... You know, J-Lo's love life is doing great. She just got married to Ben Affleck and A-Rod now single again. There was some time where it seemed like the friends noticed that A-Rod wasn't posting or hanging out a lot with Catherine. She wasn't showing up to a lot of his events. And uh, so I think people kind of saw the writing on the wall. It sounds like, however, one of the insiders told Page Six, they're good friends. 
They're just each single. They broke up, but they're super tight. It's all good. He's having fun hanging without with his family. I'll tell so. you what. So that with with the with the how the story was broke, A Rod released the story himself, probably to control the narrative, which is actually very important. So good on him to do that. Uh, he broke it. I I know they broke it himself. As far as what it says, sources. I mean, yeah, again, no, he, this all comes from him. Like he's one. Hey, well, just want to let everyone he, know I'm single. He basically posted on social media, dinner for one Yankees game. And I think by him saying dinner for one, it was confirmation he now is no longer with her. Yeah. So he was definitely the one who leaked this to the media. Then he did the follow up with the post of the dinner for one. Like he knew what he was doing. And again, he wants to control the narrative, um, but walking around tan and happy because that's what A-Rod always does. He's always just uh, invincible. But nice. how, how mad do you think he is watching J-Lo just live her best freaking life? Right yeah, now? I think there's definitely some bitterness with the J-Lo thing because it's just the way it but, ended. You know, like it was really quick. She went right to Ben. Yeah. So well, quick. that's what happens when your boyfriend cheats on you or your fiance. Allegedly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine. Number nine. All right. I have a bone to pick with you, Adam. Oh, no. How the fuck do you put this story as number nine in the rundown? Uh, Queen Elizabeth, doctor's concern for her health. The entire royal family is rushing to her bedside, and you put it as number nine in the rundown? I do. Listen, Harry Styles is very important right now. Okay, I, I give you that. But this could have been number two. Queen Elizabeth potentially i mean and keep in mind guys we're recording this on thursday afternoon i don't know what's going to happen between now and friday morning because this seems pretty serious when you've got hair like first of all you got like prince william and prince andrew every everyone is joining to see the queen right now rushing to her bedside Prince Harry and Meghan are headed to over to the UK to be by her side. I mean, everyone is making it seem that she might be on her way out right now. So this is not and the you first put time. It at number nine. I know, but this is not the first time we've had a scare. You know, I, I was it about a month ago we heard that there was a a story allegedly that she was maybe like deathly ill or something like that, which is a sad thing to think about. But yeah, I mean, but we, we haven't seen it like this when the entire Royal family is flying to her side, including Harry and Megan. This one seems different to me. This one seems very, very, there was photos of her. However, on the sixth, which was just a couple days ago, um, she was meeting with the new prime minister, Liz Truss, and it's for her standing. She's got a cane. She looks weak, but there's still a photograph of her, and now uh, I'm worried that the queen is not going to be around much longer. And what the hell happens to the royal family? That shit show is going to implode once she's no longer with us. Yeah, it's going to definitely she get is interesting. The only thing keeping that family stable. Yeah, but you know what's a see? This is the reason why we didn't. I did not make this story. Uh, as one of the top stories of the week. Uh, let's go to our number eight story. And I think this story is just, everyone's talking about this number eight story. Eight, number eight. I like how you just brushed on past the queen, you asshole. <laughs> All right. Um, this story is huge. This one I would also move up. There's a lot of good stories this week. That's Holy why, crap. honestly, right. Dax, there's so many stories this week. They're like, there's a lot of substance to this. 
Yeah. All right. So Tori Spelling hanging out with her mother, Candy Spelling. This is a big deal. If you have not followed this drama for years and years and years, uh, there was a long, long lasting feud between the mother daughter combo, because after um, her dad died, Aaron Spelling, who had this like massive six hundred million dollar fortune, um, Tori only got eight hundred thousand dollars of it. The rest went to basically her mom and her mom has notoriously been very stingy with the money, even though Tori has gone through a lot of issues with finance and like just not having any money. And her mom's sitting on this pile of cash. I won't give her any. So over the week or over the last couple of days, she was in Malibu and the two of them are walking down the beach. By the way, Dean is also there, which there's been a lot of stories about Tori and Dean not being um, doing so well and then potentially getting a divorce. So Dean's there. Candy's there. Tori's there. Josh Flagg, one of our past guests, also there. Oh, yeah. We also had Dean. Yeah, on we also had Dean on too. Um, is they're all just hanging out, walking down the beach. And to see Tori and Candy in a shot together is mind-blowing, you guys. They really did not do well for a long time. This was a very, very public fallout. Um, and Tori was very outspoken about it, become a very big news story. Uh, I don't. Is this story bigger than Queen Elizabeth? I don't know. No. Uh, probably not. No, no. I it's mean, a big story. But uh, it's it's just interesting. It's a wild thing because this this feud was so public. It was so, so public. Uh, and they bashed each other. I think they had both had memoirs where they kind of like talked about it, and they both mentioned uh, it was it was weird um, for a long time. I mean, ever since I was at TMZ, we've been talking about this. So all right, number good s- good to see them hanging out though. I like I'm happy for Tori because at the end of the day, like. You know, if someone was to pass, you look at that and you go, you, you didn't reconcile. And this is your mom. Number, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Number seven. These are two people who uh, are not hanging out. <laughs> Correct. But Giselle Bunchen, Tom Brady have not reconciled, according to page six, um, despite her returning to Florida. You know, she it seemed like she went to Costa Rica to get away from him. Uh, There's a lot of stories that came out that uh, after he decided to unretire, uh, they had this epic, massive blowout fight. She then went down to Costa Rica with the kids and said that, uh, listen, she isn't back with Tom. Uh, she flew back to Florida to be with her kids, but hasn't been at their home in Tampa. Uh, I guess, according to them, Tom is still hoping to reconcile. Giselle has told him she's leaving him before, and they always seem to make up after she's cooled down. Um, I mean, listen, this is like, I feel like it's the same story on repeat. Him retiring, unretiring, them fighting, getting back together. It's like the same goddamn story we've reported on 900 times. Yeah, I just wonder how this story kind of leaks. I'm, I'm very curious the behind the scenes. It is weird that their information gets out so publicly because there's a lot of people who have fights and you never know about it. Why do you know about Tom and Giselle's fights? Yeah. Do you think that that this is this is just part of their narrative and they know how it works and they want to keep their names out there? I wish I knew. I, I honestly I don't have a some of these people you could tell the narrative or you kind of see the story kind of playing out. This one I I can't figure out. I can't figure out what Tom does because he's Tom Brady. Everything he does is just cool and flawless. And, you know, with something like this, you kind of not according to Giselle. Yeah. Yeah. I got a crazy Tom Brady story, which I'll tell you one day, Uh, but not today. Number six, 
Number six. Again, another story that how this made it above the queen, I don't know. Again, this was just it. probably could have went back. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. So, uh, I thought it was interesting. Uh, though. For, Forbes did a whole article about all the things you're going to find inside the Emmys 2021 gift bag. And listen, it's not like the Oscars one, which I think was worth like $200,000, but it is going to be very valuable. And you got to keep in mind that a lot of these companies that try to get in the gift bag, they pay a ton of money. They pay up to like $6,000 to get their product in the gift bag. But then if they want to actually be in the gifting room, they pay anywhere between fifteen dollars to $250,000 to reserve a space in the suite so they can be face-to-face with the celebrities, plus take pictures with the products and the celebrities. It's like, this is a really big deal for companies. Trophy Smack will not be there this year because <laughs> that's some ridiculous money. Yeah. Um, but some of the things in there is... Oatmeal chocolate chip cookies. Uh, there's this company called like Agni Women's Health Boxes, where it's got like multivitamins and nutrients in their food. There's this uh, Boca Bali luxury water villas. So I guess um, if you want to go to the island um, and, and hang out, they're going to give away a stay there. You know the app Calm? Yeah. They're giving away a free subscription, which is $69 Whoa. a year. So That's one you give you to like the that. driver. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there is uh, Imperia Fragrances. It's is a black-owned fragrance company and uh, celebrates the African goddess Oshun. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, this bottle it goes for about 125 bucks. That'll be in there. There is Espacio of the Jewel of Waikiki. So this is a hotel stay. Um, there's a nine-floor hotel in Honolulu that they're giving away a stay there. Four Seasons, Four Seasons Revo- Resort in the West Indies. That's another stay. Um, what else? There was something that I thought that was really funny that made me laugh. I mean, there's there's like a a mask, never go alone. It's a a mask for the pandemic, but I feel like we're kind of getting out of that. So that one kind of made me laugh. But let me find it. Real fruit body, rock and rose aroma. Oh, skinny pop. That's what it was. Skinny They're giving pop. away I like skinny pop. corn <laughs> salty sweet packaged popcorn in there. You're like pulling out gift certificates to stay in the West Indies, and then you're like, cool, thanks for my bag of popcorn <laughs> it's like oh thanks for the snack <laughs> anyway there's a bunch of stuff in there if you want to go check it out uh search gift bags uh and forbes has the complete rundown there's tequilas there's a bunch of other stuff in there but i'm not gonna waste any more time on this because the queen was definitely more important than this story. uh okay but the queen was definitely more important than this next story um because it's just one it's in our rundown every week you know he's always gonna make the news number five it's enough of Kanye freaking West. But uh, now Sean Combs P. Diddy is vowing to boycott Adidas in support of Kanye West. He says he's done. Basically, Kanye West has been really pissed with Gap saying, you're not inviting me, number one, to big meetings that you're having. Then you're ripping off my old Yeezy designs and uh, you're changing colors without telling me. You're hiring people without telling me. And you're basically stealing all my stuff and accusing the sportswear giant of plagiarizing all of his stuff. Uh, So he is very publicly going after Gap. Well, Diddy basically wrote him in a private message and said, listen, please send me something I could post in support of you. I will never wear these again for the rest of my life if they don't make you right. And, um, And then... Yeezy, uh, Yeezy. Kanye responded, said, please, God, love you, and then uh, posted that message up on social media. Keep in mind, Adidas has been very involved in the rap world for 
years and years and years. So now when you start having rap legends turn their back on you, it's not a good look for the company. I got to imagine they're sweating a little bit. Yeah, it's uh, just another Kanye West tough guy to do business with, right? Should, should I add in this Kim story as well? I mean, we're if we're on Kanye, man, as well add. Yeah, in this I think Kim it's story. And it's let's do this as five point two. Okay, <laughs> it's not it's not its own story. It's just five point two. Uh, so Kim Kardashian said she received a, lot, a different level of respect when she was with Kanye. She said that uh, she had this interview with interview with the magazine interview uh, and the editor in chief over there, Mel said that, uh, you know, she was Kim Kardashian before, but once she was with Kanye uh, and he started introducing her, a lot of people, they just had a different level of respect for her. They started to treat her differently, but not only that, they also started to, when she went to law school, there's been a shit, a quote unquote, a shit more of respect going on because she's becoming her own person and people are seeing that and respecting that. And there's levels to it, she said. So, I mean, I guess I'm not totally surprised by those comments because I do feel Kim, uh, when Kim got with Kanye, he introduced her to the fashion world. He started dressing her different and people looked at her as not just a reality star or a sex tape star or whatever you want to call her. They looked at her as like a big, huge, profitable brand number four all right number four uh we talked about it last week kevin federline did this massive interview with 60 minutes um by the way six minutes australia not here and uh now we've got now we got the full interview we know the excerpts that he talked about he talked all about britney's mental health struggles in there he said that he was mortified for her he said that i really was it was a really long time way past the time that people were watching he says it's been years and i still feel bad for her you know i mean it's hard that was a direct quote from him um and then getting into like the conservatorship talk he got into that he said i wasn't involved in any of it so i really don't know how the conservatorship came about i don't know whose decision it was which is interesting considering obviously britney blames her mom and her dad and kevin was directly invested in this whole thing because his kids were involved he said all i know is that you have a family that is worried about her their daughter and trying to do whatever they can to help her and he believes a hundred percent that jamie spears saved britney's life i feel like he saved her back then which i agree with this conservatorship say what you want it may have gone way too long at the time, it was very necessary. Britney was spiraling. She was out of control. Jamie Spears came in, and I swear to God, saved her life. Kevin says the same thing. Um, but what happened after he saved her life, I think, is really the bigger question. Did he abuse his power as the conservator to uh, keep that going? And then um, Federline was also asked about how Sean and Jaden felt about Britney's conservatorship being terminated, something he may, he says like, it wasn't right. You shouldn't be asking her kids. He said both of them were super happy for her. Uh, he said, you know, because it's not always about what's right. It's about what mom wanted. You know what mom got, which I thought was interesting way to say it. It's not about what's right. It's about what their mom wanted. Why do you think he said that, Adam? I, I you know, I think he said that because he was coached. <laughs> I don't, you know, I think it was a, it was a, but, but. But on that note, he's he still slid it in there as what might not be right. So does he feel that conservatorship should still be in place? I think he does. I think to some to some extent, I think he does. 
just based on this interview. I think it's interesting that he did the interview. I'm curious how much he got paid to do the interview. I'm curious why the story, I mean, it was a popular story this week, but I'm surprised this interview didn't become bigger because of the Britney well, because it was really hard to see. You had to like download an app to be able to watch it on 60 Minutes Australia. It, it, it wasn't easy to to watch it actually someone had reached out to me uh and the f- private facebook group and said here here's the link to how you can download to watch it so thank you i forget the person's name i apologize for getting your name forgetting your name right now but thank you for uh, giving me the tip on how to watch this interview yeah i think there was definitely um he was coached on it he got paid but there was a I think in some way he does think that she still needs some sort of guardian help. Yeah, she still needs some assistance. Um, well, I hope that Sam, her husband, is the guy that can step in and help her if she is still in need. All right, all right here's moving on. Number three. This one is insane, in my opinion. This one's so freaking crazy. Yeah. Like, this story just keeps getting weirder and weirder. But Brad Pitt is accused of stealing their famous winery from Angelina Jolie in retaliation for the divorce. She is now suing him through her company to his company for about $300 million. My God, let these two end their war. Uh, but basically, she is saying or she is claiming that he see he like did this devious campaign to seize control of the French winery that they bought together in retaliation for the divorce and custody proceedings and to ensure that Jolie would never see a dime of its vast profits and she also went on to claim that he spent a bunch of money with vanity product projects like putting in a million dollar pool at the property um, you know, remember they bought this like 1300 acre estate in the south of France back in 2008 and invested tens of millions of dollars in it. She owned 50%, but now it is getting very weird, very complicated. And it's like, good God, these two need to stop fighting. But not only that, this was obviously a big story of the week because of how much money's involved in it. I almost think the story that trumps this one is that. Angelina Jolie, it got outed for uh, setting up those first photos of Brad Pitt and Angie on the beach, the ones that Us Weekly got years ago. Who did we have on that basically confirmed that the, those were set up photos? Spencer? Who was that? What Spencer? It? Was it Spencer? It was Spencer, I wasn't think it? Spencer's, yeah. I think it was Spencer Pratt on our podcast said he was working with Us Weekly back in the day and that those paparazzi photos of her and him on the beach that out of their relationship were 100% set up. Well, now the role, um, now the former editor-in-chief, I think it is, of Rolling Stone magazine, Jan Warner, uh, put out his own memoir called Like a Rolling Stone, and it is full of celeb stories that he encountered throughout his many, many years. However, he said that Angelina tipped them off to where they were going to be their daily walkings, where they were going to be uh, at that resort on the coast of Africa and said that she wanted them to get those photos. And keep in mind, this was all when Brad was still with Jennifer Aniston. So the whole thing was super shady as shit. And it was, it was her that outed that relationship. And that to me was crazy. I mean, this is stuff we've been saying for so long that this stuff goes on and it's been going on for years. It's just with social media and stuff, this stuff is becoming more public. 
it, it's this is wild. But you got to remember back at that time, Brad Pitt was the most beautiful man in the world, and Angelina. You know, Brad was with Jennifer Aniston, but everyone said, oh, Angelina Jolie, she's the most beautiful person in the world. It was like we forced them in some way because I remember back that time we almost forced them to be together. Like we need the two most beautiful people to be together. We need them to have a baby just see what the baby looks like. I feel like it was like yep. we forced it upon them. Absolutely. All right. Anyway. Number two. Number two is, oh, Justin Bieber suspending his tour to take care of his health. If you remember, his tour has been on and off and on and off. Uh, he was diagnosed, diagnosed with that Ramsey Hunt syndrome where he had some face paralysis. And so he stepped away from his world tour, then uh, resumed it in July. Well, he did, I, I think, like six shows. And he is now saying, after resting and consulting with my doctor's family and team, I went to Europe in an effort to continue the tour. I performed six live shows, but it really took a toll on me. And he said that the exhaustion overtook me, and I realized that I need to take my health and as my priority now. So he's going to take a break from touring for the time being. And he said he's going to be okay, but he needs some time to rest and get better. So um, that's kind of the end of that yeah. story. So if you got tickets to the Justin Bieber tour, sorry, sorry, but he's going to this focus, was big news. Focus on his big face. news and actually got like kind of washed out this week because there's just so much drama going on this week. And I mean drama because the number one story, I think you guys know where we're heading with it because there's so many different levels to it. It's a movie that's coming out that just premiered at the Venice Film Festival. And I have no idea what the movie's about, but I just want to see it. Dax, what's the number one story of the week? Number one story is obviously Don't Worry Darling. And I'm just going to say that's what the story is because there's so many levels here of uh, what the hell is going on. But I would say the number one is obviously whether or not Chris Pine got spit on by Harry Styles at the premiere. There was this video that was circulating all over social media uh, where it looks like Chris Pine is sitting there in his seat. Harry Styles walks up. It looks like he kind of purses his lips. And then Chris Pine looks down in his lap looks around, kind of smirks, but like doesn't say anything. And so everyone said, holy shit, did Harry Styles just spit in the lap of Chris Pine? What is the drama there? Because they were already having to separate Olivia Wilde. And um, I, what the hell's Olivia her name? Olivia Wilde, Harry Styles. Oh, oh, Olivia Wilde and Florence yeah. Pugh. Pugh. Florence Pugh. Yeah, they, they were already separate. Um, there was a lot of talk about whether or not Florence was upset uh, throughout a lot of this filming because she had a front row view of when Olivia and Harry Styles kind of got together and that would be when she was still with Jason Sudeikis and so maybe there's this level of like she's annoyed that this this woman her, her director is essentially allegedly cheating on her husband with this young guy and so she that, that's where a lot of the rumors came that that's why Florence and Olivia are not talking, not getting along and having so much drama. But now you're going, well, why does Chris and Harry Styles have drama and why is he spinning in his lap? But I, I can tell you both Harry Styles people and Chris Pines people have talked to numerous outlets saying there was absolutely no spit. They said that there's nothing but respect between these two men and any suggestion otherwise is a blatant attempt to create drama that simply doesn't exist. Let me tell you, I want to watch this movie, though, because of all of this. Yeah, I want to see this the movie. Is the best press you could ever get. It's incredible. Get. If it was planned, it's amazing. It's it's wild if they actually plan this out and kind of put these stories in the media. I don't think there was spit. I don't think Harry Styles is dumb enough to do something spit. Mm -hmm. I do. He seems too classy. Yeah. And I know that, you know, I've said this before. I, I just think that 
yes, people can be upset and they you can have people act out like Will Smith did at the Oscars. Like a moment can take over your body. Harry Styles doesn't seem like a spitter to no, me. No, he's um, a swallower. No, um, he's a... <laughs> but but I, I do think that, you know, and and if he even if he was, I don't think he would do it in a public fashion. Like yeah, I, I don't think I agree with you. But also, Chris Pine was like in a weird mood all weekend. Like he was just kind of doing some, like he was even at the press conference, he was just sort of like spacey and weird. So it's, uh, he seemed over it. He was at the yeah. press conference, just looked like he was zoning out, but not on top of that. So they do this over in Cannes. And now we find out that Florence and Chris Pine won't be showing up to the New York premiere. So you're just like, oh, shit, even more drama. They don't want to even be there. Uh, well, Florence is saying that now she's got filming obligations, so she can't be there because she's filming Dune 2 um, around the world. So she can't make it. And she already had to step away to go to the Venice Film Festival. But I am I can't tell you how much great publicity this is for a movie. I didn't know anything about the movie. Um, I think it's like... I think it's a, a, a thriller. Yeah. Um, but I want to watch it now. And I just want to watch it because of the drama. I, I don't know what the movie's about, but I want to watch yeah, it. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely an interesting one. I'm excited for this movie. I've, I'm also excited for the Brendan Fraser movie at the uh, that you know everyone's talking about. It's going to come out in December. Oh, did you see him getting his standing ovation by everyone yeah. clapping him on? It Very was, cool. I like Brandon. He seems like such a nice seems guy. Seems like a good guy. Seems like a, he's got a great comeback story. However, his story about him getting this six minutes standing ovation at the Cannes Film Festival is not worthy of being in our top ten list. We go for drama, people. <laughs> we go for drama. That's not. There's nothing fun with that. Okay, hold on, guys. So. We literally just finished recording um, and I had turned off the stream two seconds later, get a text from my sister-in-law saying Queen Elizabeth has died. Um, So, dude, this is insane. We were literally just I was just giving you a hard time about this whole story. And now it has been confirmed that uh, the longest serving monarch in British history has died. It's wild. You know, she is the uh, – she was 96. So I – and again, we've had a few scares, at least we saw through the news over the years. I mean she had an incredible life, and she was well-respected. You know, I, I think some people might not be fans of the monarchy. Some people have that opinion. However, I think for the most part, Princess Elizabeth had a lot of love. Princess that, Elizabeth, you're throwing you're throwing me off with Princess Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth? I'm sorry, Queen Elizabeth. Sorry. Queen Elizabeth. Sorry. <laughs> I see Princess Elizabeth in my in my story I was just reading. Uh Queen Elizabeth. Uh yeah, no. She was by far probably one of the most beloved monarchs in in history. I mean, reigning for 70 years. She just had that uh what was it? Silver Jubilee the other uh like back in June. Yeah. Uh but here's the thing. They are now already making it clear that he is now king charles he is in power um there was a statement they put out that said the the king and the queen consort will remain at barmoral this evening and will return uh and london tomorrow so uh i don't know just crazy story i know we were you know i was giving you a hard time for not moving this to the number one spot but now you know this is the number one story so uh i'm sorry uh <laughs> what we all just talked about scrape everything we talked about earlier um and this is now the number one story uh this is huge i know that prince harry uh was there i, I so i knew that megan was going but apparently didn't actually 
go to the house bar moral she yeah. she did not make it all the way out there so i i don't know there's still it seems like so much drama within that family i am very curious to see what happens with king charles that is very weird to say king charles um and you know how how he takes this transition because he is definitely not the most beloved royal out there with all his cheating scandals and princess diana and now the the fallout with prince harry and i'm like i don't know how this is gonna go i feel like queen elizabeth really held on as long as she could because you know she she was the matriarch of that family and she was the one kind of i feel like the glue holding everyone together like are will we ever see prince harry go back to the palace at this point she, he was she was question. the reason he would go yeah that's a great question i'm curious how this story ends and you just gave me a perspective that i really didn't think about you know so if you don't know so queen elizabeth died so now her, uh Char um harry charles well charles oh. is the king uh prince william would be prince next william in line next in line and prince harry i mean he's just a he's a civilian well, Correct. Prince Harry, yeah, Prince Harry. So he's what I we we were calling Prince still, Harry, but he's not really Prince Harry. No, I mean I think he's still technically in line. He's just not an active royal. So I, it would go Prince William, and then it would go through his two children, and then it would be Prince Harry and his children. I st I think that is still in place but it that would be very unlikely that it got to him you know what i'm saying yeah but this is like it's gonna be really interesting it's funny so i have a story that i was trying to put in the news uh like just like minutes ago mm -hmm. and that's how i found out my buddy who's a, a reporter and i was trying to give him the story he goes did you see the news and you know the queen has passed i'm like okay there's nothing going to be the news really until like this until she's pretty much in the ground in a few weeks later because there's just so much drama that mm -hmm. all the news outlets are just working on the story. In fact, uh, you know, there's Fashion Week and there's there there's some uh, parties and events that are considering canceling just because of Queen Elizabeth passing. Dude, this is a big, big deal. I know you think I'm always crazy for my, like, love of the royals, but I don't know. This is a huge deal. This woman dedicated her entire life to essentially her job you know what i'm saying like if you remember after prince philip passed away back in 2021 she still did the g7 summit and it like let all the heads of state come to the castle took pictures of her like this woman is so dedicated to being the queen and running the monarchy monarchy and not giving up i mean she was shaking hands with the prime minister on what was it tuesday i Tuesday before she died, she was still up walking around like this woman. The sacrifice she's given up for her life is crazy. So uh, rest in peace, Queen Elizabeth. Um, sorry, guys, we had literally just ended the podcast. I know it doesn't sound like it because we're about to do our outro now, but we had finished and uh, we had to get back on and add this into our raw rundown because by far this is the biggest story of the week, even though Adam tried to put it at number nine. I when the first story first hit it was number nine. <laughs> now we're for the story. That's the number one story. You know what? Is this story bigger than the whole Harry? Style? Yes, 
Yes, everything. It is bigger than everything. It is Queen Elizabeth who reigned for 70 years passing away. She has been the queen our entire life. Think about that. Who else Who else has been in power your entire life? Nobody. It's true. Like, it's true. not the Pope, not, you know, uh, no one. She has been there. With that said, thank you guys for checking out the top 10 stories of the week, our weekly rundown. Follow us on Instagram, Hollywood Raw Pod, P-O-D. Check out our Facebook. We got this private Facebook group where you guys have been kind of uh, – all over. It's just cool to see you guys conversating with each other, asking us questions because we love it. It's fun. It's cool. We answer the questions that some of them we can't answer on the podcast. We're also on TikTok. We're also on Twitter. Follow me at Adam Glenn. Follow Dax Holt at Dax Holt, D-A-X-H-O-L-T. We'll see you guys next time. Don't forget to leave a review. And by the way, the name of our private Facebook group is called Off the Record. Off the Record. Because it's Off the Record. Shh. Bye, Bye, guys. A Huda Media Production.